Hello, my name is Tom Wright. I am director of the Center of the United States in Europe at the Brookings Institution and a senior fellow with the Project in International Order and Strategy at Brookings. And I'm delighted today to be in conversation with uh, Professor John Eikenberry. Um, John? Yes, Tom, great to be with you. Uh, John Eikenberry, Professor of International Relations at Princeton University, <clears throat> working in the area of uh, theories and debates about international order. Great. So, John, we just have, a, I think this uh, podcast, we just have six minutes, so it's, it's a pretty short period of time. So let's dive straight in. Uh, yes. I mean, you and I have spoken before um, about sort of the moment we're in in U.S. foreign policy after four years of Trump, after this experiment with America first and a much more, uh, you know, assertive and, and unilateralist uh, form of American foreign policy. Where do you see us now, um, not just in terms of the present moment with President Biden, but also where liberal internationalism goes from here? From here? What are the stakes and, and what do you think some of the challenges are that liberal internationalists have to address? Yes, Tom, I think, I think that's a great way to start. I, um, we are, I think, at a moment of, of real uncertainty. You could imagine the world moving in very different directions, America itself. Uh, could move in different directions. We are in the middle of really three and a half years now of, of, of a foreign policy that uh, uh, will attempt, I think, to reclaim a kind of older tradition of American foreign policy, uh, liberal internationalists. Uh, uh, I've argued in recent pieces, uh, it's a, a kind of Rooseveltian tradition going back to the 30s and 40s, which seemed to be a, a kind of uh, historical period where much of uh, of what we see today was was in play then, even more so. The the al great alternative rivals to to liberal democracy then, uh, fascism and totalitarianism. Today, China increasingly uh, gathering itself as a great power that is asserting uh, a, a different view about modernity, about uh, the world, about international order. So the challenge is there. A challenge of interdependence. Cascades of interdependence were huge then in the wake of the Great Depression, as they are now with a different set of interdependence challenges, uh, the pandemic, and coming down the pike much faster than we thought, uh, uh, global warming and all the multifaceted effects that will have on security, on, 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 on the, the way we live our lives. And then liberal democracy itself is, is up for grabs in some sense. You could, you could see it crumbling. Uh, you can see it uh, 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 giving way, uh, uh, even in the heartlands, shall we say, of liberal democracy. So I think we're at a, a moment where where the great world historical forces are in play. And Biden, I think, gets that. I think he sees the stakes very, as being very high, that he has three and a half years to, to assert a, a vision of America's role in the world, a, of liberal democracy that works, that the model of modernity that is rooted in uh, liberal values, uh, democracy still has a future. So I think the stakes are very high uh, and uh, we don't know how it will work out. But I do think that uh, Biden is is looking back to the past to gain inspiration, a kind of usable past uh, of how the United States has, has gathered itself, worked with allies, built a kind of uh, a coalition of like-minded states to push to push forward. Yeah, no, I think that's uh, um, 
that's uh, exactly right. I think, and as I sort of think about it, just to to add to that, to me, I think that Biden has sort of two fundamental challenges. You know, if he's thinking sort of as a liberal internationalist, one which you wrote about, uh, you know, in, in your survival piece, is sort of this domestic debate that's taking place, and maybe the the uh, challenge to the foundations of internationalism, uh, a return, whether on the left or the right, to a you know to a more uh, restrained and, and retrenchment born of American uh, foreign policy. And the second part is internationally, you know, that there is uh, more maybe even than in the Obama administration, a contestation of worldviews uh, with uh, authoritarian powers loosely, you know, uh, uh, aligned on, on one side and democracies again sort of loosely and imperfectly aligned in the other. And I think his great sort of challenge will be to sort of chart a course through both the domestic, you know, and the international, and have, if not a consensus, at least a, a, a policy that has sort of an enduring basis of support, uh, yeah. you know, within his own party and within the country as a whole, and um, so that the next president, whoever it is, will diverge in some ways, but will maintain sort of the core course. And I think that's, you know, that's what they need to do in the national security strategy as they're developing it, but also in the foreign policy, you know, more more generally. Um, I think we just have 30 seconds seconds left. Did you have any closing any closing thoughts? I, I just would agree with you that what is is what I think the Biden administration is trying to do is connect its foreign policy to its domestic policy, this kind of build back better, kind of re rebuilding uh, the decaying foundations, physical and political at home and abroad uh, of liberal democracy to deal with the great emerging problem. 